This is episode 001, the introduction and welcome the Zebra Way. Welcome to Z-Rated Success, Z-Rated Success, the podcast to help educators and those who work with youth to help them succeed by standing out instead of fitting in. This, this is Z-Rated Success, and this is Nick Zizi. Hey, 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 I'm Nick Zizi, your Z coach. Thank you so much for joining us on our very first episode on Z-Rated Success. I am irrationally passionate about helping students and educators find their Z-Print for success. Let me pause for a quick second. If you hear my kids in the background, it's because I'm at home and we're quarantined and we're trying to manage everything at the same time. So if you do hear my daughter singing or my son banging on the door, that's them, that they're just being kids. So we'll get through this fairly quickly. For the past 15 years as a student success coach, motivational speaker, best-selling author and educator, I've traveled across the nation speaking at schools and conferences about student success and also training educators. So I really, really love working with educators And this is why this show is here. But before I even get to that, let me also share with you that we all have had educators who have made a positive imprint on our lives. In grade school, Biscayne Gardens Elementary, I was in the sixth grade. At the end of the school year awards presentation that was held in the school's cafeteria, something major took place that day. Before I get to that, let me share a quick backstory with you. I flunked kindergarten, and throughout my years in grade school, I struggled with my grades and believing in myself. That was my first major failure. I wasn't held back due to my learning, but my behavior. I didn't feel like I was smart, so I acted like everyone else. I tried to blend in. I was a follower. There were many teachers who pushed me along the way to do better, but there was this one teacher I will never forget. It was Mrs. Mack. She had an afro with bell-bottom pants. So you can tell I'm dating myself here. She would constantly tell me that I was playing small, that I could do better, that I could be more. And she said, Nick, I believe in you. Nick, you can do this. Nick, I want you to put in more effort in your classwork. I want you to put more effort in school, in your education. So what I did was I began to push myself and she was pushing me and she kept saying, Nick, keep doing better. Nick, make sure you sit up, make sure you're paying attention, make sure you're taking notes. And I took that and I said, you know what, let me work hard this year. And in my sixth grade year, I put in a lot of work with the help of Mrs. Mack. At the awards presentation where all the sixth graders were in the cafeteria as she began reading the last few names to receive awards, I was thinking that all the kids getting their awards were the same ones from the previous year. She read the last award for the most improved student of the year. And she said, Nick Zizi. I was taken aback. I was surprised. I started looking around to see if she was calling another person. That day was huge. She gave me the certificate and told me, Nick, I believe in you. You are going to do great things. Just put in the effort and it will all pay off. I kept that certificate for all my years through middle school, 
high school and college. I had mounted it on my wall in a nice gold frame that my parents purchased for me back in the sixth grade. Whenever I felt discouraged, depressed, or wanting to give up, I looked at it for motivation to remind myself that if Mrs. Mack believes in me, I can do this. I can do better. I can do more. In fact, I did that. I did that. I was actually able to graduate a year earlier because I had worked so hard, put in so much work that I graduated a year earlier from high school because of the impact that Mrs. Mack had on my life. In fact, that's been over 25 years ago. And I'm speaking about Mrs. Mack today. In other words, I'm sharing with you the impact that she had on my life. So I want you to think about your work. I want you to think about your career as an educator. Your work matters. You may not feel it or see it, but it matters. Unfortunately, most, if not all, educators aren't paid enough. They're overworked, underpaid, and underappreciated. I will share a few quick tips with you that you can implement right now to boost your drive for the work that you do as an educator. But before I get to that, let me share a little bit more about myself. I'm a husband, a father of five little zebras who keep us very, very busy. My wife and I just celebrated our 13th year wedding anniversary. Time sure flies. And I am committed. I'm committed to education. I'm committed to helping impact my children the same way that educators have impacted my life and letting me know that they believed in me like Mrs. Mack did. And your job as an educator matters and it goes a long way. It will last many, many years, perhaps over 25 years. You'll have one of your students on a podcast or perhaps on a television show. Who knows? sharing the impact that you have had on their lives. So the purpose of the show is I want to bring different viewpoints, not just as someone who helps educators and students. I'm always looking for new ideas. So we are going to bring you people from the education field and people not in the education field so that you can get new ideas. The goal is to help you and your students be a standout success like a zebra. See, if you were to place a zebra in a herd of horses, that zebra would stand out, wouldn't it? So you too will be a standout success when you implement the ideas, the strategies, the lessons, the experiences that we're going to share with you on this podcast. So please be sure to subscribe. So before we get into the latter part of this first episode, I want to share with you what you can do to keep your passion burning. I know many of you are saying, Nick, I love teaching. I remember that day when I thought about it and I said, you know what? This is what I want to do with my life. I want to become an educator. And now that you're the educator, perhaps you're one year in, perhaps you're 10 years in, perhaps you're 30 years in. My question then is, do you still have the same drive? Do you still have the same passion? So here's what we can do. Here's what I do to remind myself, because there are days, think about it, whatever field you're in, there are days you feel like, well, this is just too much. It's overwhelming. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of pressure. And sometimes you're just not meeting 
your expectations. The career is not meeting your expectations. So what do you do to keep your drive burning, to keep that passion burning? Well, it's very simple. Here it is. It's motivation. Motivation is so, so important because when you think about motivation, you can look at the root word, motive. Motive means reason for. So the reason for doing a thing, if the reason for is big enough, if it's strong enough, if it's something that you think about, you say, well, I got to get up. I have to get up or I'm going to stay up a little bit later to burn the midnight oil or I've got to read more books or I need to go to the PD. I need to do this and I need to do that to get better, to improve myself as an educator. See, that that why, that reason has to be big. It has to be strong. So my question for you today is, what is your reason for? What is your why? Why did you want to become the educator in the first place? What was the reason? Was it an experience you had, perhaps as a student, working with a teacher like Mrs. Mack? Or was it another experience that you've had as a parent? And you wanted to do more in the education system to help other students because you felt the need for it? I mean, what is the drive? What's the purpose? What's your why? So when that is clear, when it's clear for you, then you can get the gasoline you need. You'll get the impetus or the drive, the gasoline that you need to get moving, to get up, to keep moving forward. So motivation is extremely important. So the way we do this, again, is to look at the reason for So here's what you do. You write it down. So write it down on an index card, write it down on post-it notes, and you post it several places in your home, on your desk, in your bathroom, put it on the mirror. You want to post it on your refrigerator door. You want to post it in your dashboard, your car dashboard. You also want to do that at your school desk. You place it there. So every day, every day, you're constantly being reminded about your reason for becoming the educator in the first place. And when you do that, it's going to keep you motivated. It's going to keep you going. It's going to keep you going, especially those days when you feel overwhelmed, when you feel like giving up, especially those days when the parents are not as involved as you would want them to be, especially those days when the students are not performing at the level that they should be performing at. So again, let's think about the reason for doing this, the reason for going into this field, the reason for teaching, the reason for working in the administration, fill in the blank for what you do, the reason for. So think about that. Let's say if you don't remember your why, or perhaps your why is very small, it's not strong, it's weak, it's unclear. What I want you to do then is to take some time in the next couple of days, set 10 minutes every single day just to write down the reason why you love education, the reason why you love your career, the reason why you love your job and what drives you. Just write it down. It could be a student that you've worked with. It could be something else that happened in your childhood that motivated you, that was the inspiration, that was the spark that you needed to go into this career later on. So I want you to write that down and make it clear and really take time to think about this because this is a vital, vital piece sustaining your motivation and being a successful educator, you need to know your why. And that why needs to be strong, needs to be big. It needs to be one that pushes you, especially during those tough times, especially during those overwhelming times when things may not be going the way that you want them to go. So that's my tip today. I hope you join us 
on this wonderful journey. This is a journey because we have a long list of zebras, of other successful educators, entrepreneurs, and other people from different areas, different industries who will come and share their best ideas, their best strategies to help you become the very best educator that you can be. Also, not only becoming a better educator, but helping your students to be a standout success. We don't want to fit in. We want to stand out. We don't want to conform. We want to transform. And that's what zebras do. That's what you do. That's what we do. So let's make it happen. So please do join us here. Subscribe to this podcast if this is the type of information, the type of motivation, inspiration that you need. I promise you that we're going to give you the very best. And all I ask you to do is to cut and paste it to your life, implement it in your classroom, implement it at home, and I guarantee you'll begin to see positive results in your life. Thank you so much for listening. If you've received value from today's podcast, make sure to subscribe and visit zratedsuccess.com for more tips and strategies that will help you stand out instead of fit in. Reminding you today to unleash your zebra. Unleash your zebra.